Hey friends, I am so excited for today's bonus episode I have for you, an interview that I was able to do with the most amazing woman. Her name is Emma Bromley. She's going to bring all the things to us about finding balance and incorporating habits like working on your pelvic floor and how that can help really just give you that confidence back and give you, you know, that physical aspect of yourself back so that you can, you know, feel confident, show up as your best self. And really, you can incorporate this into your life in such an easy way. So it's simple. It's easy. It's going to help you physically feel better, which is going to help you emotionally. And y'all know I'm all about that. So let's dive in. It's going to be so good. Hey girl, hey, welcome to The Beautiful Shift, where we rediscover who you are outside of motherhood and create a balanced life full of purpose. I'm your host, Sarah, wife, mom, friend, and life coach. I know what it's like to wonder who you even are anymore and what happened to those dreams and desires before kids. Let's embark on this journey together to rediscovering you in this new season using tactical steps and small shifts that bring out that confident, sassy, and driven goal crusher that's ready to live on purpose and by design. Go grab that coffee, yank up your high-waisted leggings, and girl, let's do this. Oh, thank you so much, Emma, for being on the show today. I am so excited to get into this conversation because I feel like this is a very niche topic that doesn't get talked about very often. And, you know, on this show, we're all about talking about balance and really finding yourself, you know, after you become a mother. And, you know, there's an aspect of that physically that I think, again, doesn't get spoken about that much. So I am so excited that you're here to share all of your knowledge and all the things. So again, welcome and thank you so much for just bringing the knowledge to the show and tell us who you are. Tell us a little about yourself. Thanks for having me. Uh, So I'm Emma Bromley and I very specifically help mums to rehab their core and pelvic floor after they've given birth. Um, So, and the reason I help people do that is so that they can heal from things like peeing their pants when they sneeze or when they laugh, heal from things like diastasis, from prolapse, maybe their pelvic floor is too tight uh, and they aren't able to even activate their pelvic floor, they aren't able to strengthen their core. Um, The abdominals turn off during pregnancy to allow them to stretch out twice their length. So a lot of people come to me and say, I can't even feel my core. Um, So I just give people techniques to reactivate the core and also to rehab it. So that's essentially what I do. Um, And I teach privately, I teach, I have an online self-paced program and I also teach live um, Zoom group classes as well. So that's the capacity that I do it in. But yeah, I'm passionate about it because um, I I experienced all of that stuff after the birth of my daughter and I was a Pilates instructor. So I kind of felt like, you know, if anyone should have known, I should have known how to, you know, how to rehab my core and get my core firing again after birth. And I didn't. Um, So I kind of went through this whole journey myself of healing. I had a very severe diastasis and I had all the kind of like, you know, stuff going on that just kind of made me feel not myself. So that's kind of how I sort of went down this tandem and uh, yeah, very passionate about helping other women do the same. 
Oh, that's amazing. I love that. And I think that's so important, especially for moms, because I feel like, you know, number one, you, there's nothing in the world. I don't care how many books, how many podcasts you listen to, how many things you learn about what motherhood is going to do to your physical, mental, and emotional self, but it's a lot. And I think yeah. that when it comes to physical health, you know, getting yourself to a place where you have that balance as a new mom and you kind of get back into those routines, create habits, all those things, which is what, of course, we love talking about on this show is creating habits, you know, finding different routines in your life that's going to help balance out your emotional and mental state of mind. And I think, you know, we were talking about it earlier. I think your physical health is never just your physical health. Yeah, truly affects all aspects of you, you know, your confidence, how you feel, how you show up, or even the negative side, it's going to affect how you don't show up now, or it's going to affect, you you know, so it's so, so important. And I think, you know, I don't know that much about pelvic floor. So I am like, so excited to hear all the things. Um, Okay, so what is a pelvic floor workout? Like, how does that help women create balance? Like how, how and why is that so important? in the physical aspect yeah so the first thing to note is that a lot of people think oh a pelvic floor workout is a kegel this is not (laughs) the same this is definitely not the same as a kegel so just to kind of give you a little bit of a backstory kegels were made popular by a male doctor in the 1940s and it actually a kegel isolates the pelvic floor and a lot of times I'll find people clenching they're really clenching their pelvic floor and so when someone comes to me and they're like oh it's so tight my physical therapist has told me that I can't even do a kegel because I can't relax it a lot of times that's happened because they've been doing too many kegels and they've been really clenching that pelvic floor now there are no movements in life that require that isolation or that clenching of the pelvic floor a much more helpful way to use the pelvic floor is to reconnect the pelvic floor with the diaphragm so those two muscles should be moving up and down together but a lot of times especially during pregnancy when there's you know pressure um, maybe someone hasn't trained their pelvic floor during their pregnancy it's become weak those two muscles will no longer be moving together and that's where something goes awry and that's where pelvic floor dysfunction will arise that's why you hear so many women saying I keep peeing my pants when I laugh um oh I'm a mum now so that's just what happens and it's not it doesn't have to be that way at all um so I basically teach women how to toss out everything that they thought they knew about a kegel and what they thought they knew about training their pelvic floor and I teach them how to reconnect and a lot of it comes down to a mind-body connection but I teach them how to both physically and mentally reconnect those two muscles so that they start moving in tandem with each other so it's almost like think of it like the diaphragm being the mummy hammock and the pelvic floor being the baby hammock and those two muscles should literally be lifting and lowering expanding and contracting together like a symphony that's awesome oh my gosh that's crazy and I know you have like different programs and stuff you offer to like learn more about this so I can't wait to hear about that but that's awesome and I think that I love what you said too, because I've always, I've talked a lot about on, for me on the show, my hot mess mom breakthrough. And for me, it was a big mindset thing, but it was a lot of my earlier, uh, when my son was like a year and a half, like I kind of realized that I was like, well, I'm just a hot mess mom and I am disheveled all the time. And this is because I'm a mom. And I like what you said about how, you know, we 
step into motherhood and we have these certain beliefs about, you know, whatever society might tell us, or maybe your friends might tell you, or somebody you've heard say something about, well, you're a mom now. And that's just the way it is. So, yeah. And I think partly that's because these issues are so common that if all your friends are also leaking, you'll think, oh, okay, well, that's just normal. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's not something that can't be fixed. Exactly. And we don't look for a solution because we believe that this is just the way that life is going forward, (laughs) meaning I can't run because I'm going to pee my pants and that's like totally fine. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's not okay. Exactly. (laughs) I would prefer not to if we can fix that. I love that. I love that. That's amazing. Um, So, okay. So as far as habits and I know that, you know, at the end of the show, we'll talk about like where we can find you because obviously this, there's so much you go into with pelvic floor and I think learning about it. What are some tips that you can offer moms that to kind of help them I guess, start this journey of adding, you know, adding these things into their lives and creating some habits around their physical health involving pelvic floor work and just learning about that. Yeah. So the number one thing that I would say is just start. Um, I think so many of us, especially as moms, I know it's, it's very easy to think, well, I don't have an hour. I don't have an hour, so therefore I'm just not going to do it. Or I don't have an hour today, I'll just put it off until tomorrow. And then tomorrow never seems to come and it gets put off and put off and put off. So my advice is always just start. Even if you're just starting with five minutes, don't think about how much time you have. Just start and see where it goes. And that's what I teach, you know, with my online program when people say, oh, I just can't get going. Just start just start with five minutes. And a lot of them will say, Oh, I I thought I was only going to do five minutes. And I ended up doing 45. Great. Because you weren't, you, you kind of, you weren't like uh, restricting yourself to thinking, Oh, when in my schedule do I have an hour? You just begin. And then once you're in it, I think the hardest part is just rolling out your mat and getting started in the first place. But once you're already in it, it's like, okay, well I'm here now. So I may as well just continue until like, until I hear a baby crying or until, you know, something calls me away the other thing that I always say is people be on a beach right so let's say you're on a beach and a lot of people will be like oh okay I don't want to put a bikini on because I'm not there yet I'm not there in my body my advice is always no one is looking at you when you're on the beach the only person who's judging you is you when you go to the beach are you looking at everyone else and going oh she doesn't look great in that bikini no everyone is so self-absorbed in their self no one cares what you're doing so my advice is just wherever you are in your healing journey or your postpartum journey rock that bikini go enjoy yourself at the beach don't give a crap what anyone else thinks of you because I guarantee you no one is looking at you yeah Um, we're too busy worrying about what we look like (laughs) Like, and then my third yeah exactly and then my third tip is train your pelvic floor (laughs) download my free pelvic floor training it's five it takes five minutes five minutes a day build it into your routine do it first thing when you wake up build it into your teeth brushing routine it's something that you just start doing in the morning um, or do it before your workout as a way to warm up your core Um, but it's just a really helpful I actually had one woman who reached out to me and she had only been doing my free pelvic floor training so she hadn't even gotten to my 12-week program with all of my other ab exercises and all that stuff she had a very severe diastasis in her first pregnancy and she was worried that it was going to get even worse in her second pregnancy. So she did my pelvic floor training all throughout her second pregnancy. And when she went to her 11 week postpartum check, she had no diastasis whatsoever. Oh my gosh. 
That is amazing. Yeah. Right. That is so cool. Um, but I love that story. Cause you know, it's, it's scary to think like for me, I'm, you know, in my mid thirties now. And by the time we have another one, I won't be high risk at that point age wise, but you know, I had my first child when I was, uh, well, I had just turned 30. So I had him a few months after I turned 30 and in a couple of years, your body can change quite a bit. And so I think that's, you know, a big, I don't want to say concern, but it does cross my mind and make me wonder like, okay, what's going to happen this time? Is it going to be easy pregnancy? Am I going to be able to, you know, is it going to be hard? Is it going to be, am I going to have an issue? I ask this recti afterwards. I'm going to be, you know, oh, am I going to pee my pants when I'm done? Like, yeah. So people will, people will often reach out to me and say, oh, you know, I'm planning on getting pregnant again pretty soon. Should I just wait until afterwards? No, because the longer you wait, the longer you wait, the, the longer it takes you to fix it. So um it's almost like a stitch in time saves nine right so each time you give birth you want to do that repair work you want to do that rehab work so that you're starting again with a clean slate instead of starting again with a diastasis or starting again with your leaking or whatever you want to just keep keep on top of it and the other thing is is that it's not like you just you have to stop doing it while you're pregnant I highly recommend doing my free pelvic floor training so my 12-week program is only for postpartum but my free pelvic floor training, as is the case with this woman that I was just talking about, highly recommend doing it all through pregnancy because it really keeps that pelvic floor strong and it makes it so much easier to do the work afterwards. Yeah, no, for sure. And then, yeah. And then five minutes, I mean, five or 10 minutes a day, I feel like we can all find five Five minutes. minutes. Don't anyone tell me that you don't have five minutes a day. No one doesn't have five minutes. That, yeah. And if they are, if, if you say, if you think that we need to work on some mindset stuff, yeah, we got, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got, got five got minutes priority shifting to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's for <laughs> So yeah. Uh, and it's, sorry. No, you're good. Um, I did want to ask, so for, let's say there's listeners out there that are like, okay, well, I'm not a newer mom, but I did have a child maybe six years ago. And I don't feel like I've ever, you know, maybe they had diastasis recti or maybe they do. I have a friend at work who I can't wait to share this with because she's had four children. Um, she is now, she now has grandchildren. So she is, you know, her, she had her kids a long time ago, but she even says, you know, Oh, I still pee my pants. Like, is this something that you can do at any stage after having children? Absolutely. I've got one woman in my live group, uh, uh, actually two women in my live group who are grandmothers. Um, so they are, I think 20 or 22 years postpartum. And they're like, this has changed my life. How did I not know about this? 20 years ago and they're now doing the workouts with their 20 year old daughters which I love because wouldn't we all have loved to have known this when we were in our 20s yes for it just makes my heart sing yeah yeah and it's because it's not something you think about until you pop out a baby and they're like whoa what's going on you know it's one of those things that we just don't tend to think about until it's something that needs to be fixed it's very um I don't know it's 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 rare to find someone who's like, oh, I want to do this program as a preventative measure. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very much something that we'll come to find when we need to fix something. Exactly. When there's a problem versus like yeah. being proactive, which I would rather be, especially now after having a child, which I didn't, I don't have many issues, but I know that because I want a second one, 
I want to make sure I'm doing that preventative work and putting that effort. Well, I also think when we're in our twenties, we just all think we're invincible. We can all think we, <laughs> we, we all think we can eat what we want, do what we want. We just think we're invincible. So in your twenties, why, why would you be doing a pelvic floor program in your twenties? Yeah, you that's know? true. I'd never even heard of what pelvic floor was in my twenties. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. I, don't, I don't think I even knew what it was. Oh my gosh. That is awesome. Yeah. But in terms of, in terms of finding balance, um, I think, so as you were talking about at the beginning about physical health being so important. And I think, you know, it's, it's so easy to think after we've had children and especially the more children we've had to think, oh, well, you know, let's say for example, you were a runner pre-pregnancy, right. And you have a couple of children and now you find that when you go back to running, you pee your pants a little bit it feels like everything's kind of bouncing around inside you. And so you end up giving up running and you're like, okay, I'm just not going to do that anymore because it doesn't feel good. And, but the thing is, is that running is, and and any exercise is so important for our mental health. And so it's so important that we maintain that balance of being able to train our bodies physically as well so that we can keep up with the kids, you know, so we can, so we can bounce on a trampoline with our, you know, six-year-olds. And so we can, you know, run with them on the beach and run while they ride their bikes and all of that kind of stuff. And I think um, this is something that eliminates leaking and it's, Stops, it, it stabilizes the pelvis that so stops that feeling of like everything bouncing around inside you you know sometimes it feels like oh my internal organs are all just kind of being bounced around it doesn't feel very nice this creates stability it creates stability in the pelvis and it also creates strength and it rehabs the pelvic floor so that you don't get that leaking um so someone said to me the day oh how you know how long does it take how long does it take to stop leaking how long does it take to feel a diastasis so two very, very different things, but they all come under the umbrella of pelvic floor dysfunction. So in both cases, we need to train the pelvic floor. Now, leaking is very often a very quick fix. So in someone does, if someone's doing my 12-week program, they might find that their leaking stops within the first three or four weeks. Wow. So I've designed this as a 12-week program, but a 12-week, 12 weeks is very much an average. So with a diastasis, so for me, for example, and this is obviously different for everyone because there are so many other factors at play, such as like genetics, mm-hmm. you know, the depth of your diastasis, yep. um, you know, all of that kind of other stuff. And so 12 weeks is very much like an average guide. But I do recommend someone with a diastasis do phase one two times. So phase one is four weeks. Do phase two two times. You know, so you want to spend at least six months on this program working on your diastasis because consistency is absolutely key and for me I had a very severe diastasis I'd say it probably took me about a year of being super consistent and the reason for that is that it's actually the fascia that stretches out and the fascia becomes thinned and weakens and the fascia is what connects horizontally the abs together Um, and the fascia is the tissue in the body that takes the longest time to remodel which is why with the diastasis it requires great patience and consistency and so for me it was a year before I felt healed enough to go and do my crunches again and it was probably about two years before there is absolutely no trace of it whatsoever completely healed I can do whatever I want I can do all the back bends I can do all the twists like I can remember going 
couple of years ago on Instagram and being like, I was at a Pilates festival and we were doing like six classes in a day and I was doing my pelvic floor training every morning because I didn't want my diet. I was worried that my diastasis was going to crack open because certain movements would cause it to kind of come back open. Mm-hmm. And I'm now in a position where it doesn't matter what I do. It's not going to crack open. Um, so my advice with that, if, if that's you, if you have a diastasis, just be consistent with it, be patient with it and um, just keep going with it. Yeah, that's amazing. And I love like what you were saying too, you know, it's one consistency is key. And that is not just in this topic, but in so many different things that we talk about on this show and just in general in life, consistency is key and small actions can lead to big results. And I love that about this program that you offer too, because, you know, like you said, you just get started and it doesn't take more than five, 10 minutes just to start. And then from there, you will build and build and build to where, you know, maybe you're doing a full workout and then incorporating that pelvic floor workout into that too. And now it becomes a habit. It becomes a routine. It becomes part of just what you do. And then, like you said, and it sounds scary to be like, oh my gosh, it's going to take a year or two. Well, first of all, uh, where did 2022 go? Like we're already, where did 2020 go? I don't know. We wiped that one off the earth. <laughs> we were all in 2020 and now suddenly we're in 2022. Exactly. So like we missed a whole year and a half of our lives. I don't even know what happened. So yeah, I think thinking ahead of feeling like, oh gosh, it's going to take a year. I guarantee you, you'll blink and that year will be gone. Exactly. And if, if it, and it's small, easy steps, which is what I love. I love what you teach is, and I'm all about like, I, you know, I'm sure people can relate to this, especially as a mom, but I want things to be effective, but I want them to be achievable, meaning easy. And I don't mean easy. Like we don't have to work for it, but I want it to be easy, like attainable. And I can put that goal down and say, okay, this is what I want to accomplish. This is what I'm trying to work towards. And I need it to be, you know, not extravagant and crazy. So I love that what you teach is it's simple, it's effective, and it doesn't take three hours of my day. And right. I, and I believe if I'm and correct me, if I'm wrong, you can do these workouts and like, a, you don't have to do them at a gym. You don't have to do them. Like, you can no. do them yeah. So the main thing that I use in this 12 week program is the, uh, the bar ball, like a nine inch kind of squishy ball. Um, they're like $9 off Amazon. <laughs> I was like, um, I'm going to have to include a picture or something on that. <laughs> so people can see what we're looking at. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. And, and so what tools do you typically, like, what would you need? So you would need a nine inch, a squishy yeah, ball. So we use a nine inch ball. Oh yes. I just remembered that we're, this is audio. <laughs> yeah, no worries. No worries. <laughs> so it's a nine inch that is called a bar ball, B-A-R-R-E that they use in, you know, the, the, the ballet type stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so we use one of those. We use it. We use that for resistance. We use that for a lot of the core work. We also use booty bands because this is a full body program. So we use booty bands. We use TheraBands. Um, we use dumbbells. We use weights. And what else do we use? Oh, and for the pelvic floor release, for anyone with a very tight pelvic floor, we also use the foam roller and a therapy ball, which is about the size of a tennis ball, but it has a slight amount of squish. Um, but I also, I designed this program because I know how busy we are. And I know that, you know, finding five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes can be tricky sometimes. So I designed it in chunks. So you've got your five minute pelvic floor workout that comes at the beginning of every day. You, you then might have like 10 minute ab workout and then you might have like a 15 minute lower body or arm workout. So it's, it's in chunks. So sometimes someone will say, oh, I don't, it's, it's essentially, it works out to about 30 minutes a day, six days a week. 
um, you know, I'll have someone reach out to me saying, I just don't know if I can commit to 30 minutes. I'm like, listen, do the five minute target floor in the morning, do the 10 minute ab workout, you know, sometime at lunchtime, and then do the 15 minute lower body or arms later in the day. You don't have to do it all in one chunk, just sprinkle it in here and there wherever you can. Yeah. And getting started and just doing it, like just do it and then keep going. And eventually, exactly. And you might find you get through the full 30 minutes in one go anyway. Like I very, very rarely work out for an hour. I do my little, little pieces here and there. Like, you know, if I've got a client who's running late, I'll just grab a quick 15 minutes of, you know, lower body. Like, you know, I, I sprinkle them in personally in my life. It doesn't have to be all together. Um, It's like the it's like the pediatrician says to us, don't worry about what the children are eating in the course of the day or a mealtime. Look at what they're eating over the course of the week. Right. So those little pieces of time all add up by the end of the week. Before you know it, you've done three or four hours of workout for the week. I know. Crazy. Right. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been so awesome and I can't wait. I'm like I said, I'm going to put all your links and everything so people can see your videos and they can check out if they're like, oh my gosh, what is even pelvic floor? What does that even mean? Because I know I was there. Um, You have a YouTube channel, I believe, and you have an Instagram account. So where can, where can the listeners find you and connect with you and learn about your free program, which I think I can't wait to jump on board with that. So yeah. So the YouTube, the YouTube page is under construction. Um, it's got a lot of old stuff that, that isn't necessarily postpartum. So I'm currently revamping all of that. Um, but the main place to find me is Instagram. Uh, that's where I hang out most of the time. And then I'm going to pop the link for my free pelvic floor training, which is the best place to just get started with your five minutes a day. And there's another video in there that I think is about 10 minutes long that's going to teach you all about the technique, the how and the why, exactly what we're doing. And then the separate video is just a five minute pelvic floor workout. You don't need any equipment for it. We do it standing up. So you don't even need to roll out your mat. You don't need any space. Uh, it's just a standing, just a standing workout. And once you learn the, once you learn the technique and you know exactly what you're doing, mm-hmm. you can multitask it. You can do it while you're doing something else. Um, awesome. So you, so you don't even, you don't even need your five minutes a day once you, once you learn the technique. But I will say with that, it's not necessary to do it for more than five minutes a day. So you don't need to do it twice. You don't need to do 10 minutes. Five minutes is plenty. The, the pelvic floor is a very delicate muscle. We're not trying to overtrain it. Just the same as you wouldn't overtrain your biceps. Um, and then also, I just encourage people to build it into part of their life. So someone will say to me, oh, how long do I have to do these exercises for? Okay, well, if you're training your glutes because you want a nice butt, what happens when you get that nice butt? Do you stop training your glutes? Or do you... You keep doing that forever because it makes your butt look amazing, right? (laughs) I want a show. I always encourage people to figure out a way to just build this into your life, build it into your workouts, just make it a part of, just make it a part of your workout. Perfect. That is awesome. Well, I will make sure I include all the freebies and all the good things in the show notes. And Emma, this was just amazing. Thank you so much for just Thank you and sharing all the things. I think this is going to be absolutely fabulous. And then of course, you know, like I said, I'll include all your contact info. So if you have any questions and you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, like Emma, tell me more. I need, I have this issue or I need whatever it may be. Definitely get connected with her. And until next time, ladies, I hope you have a wonderful gold crushing week. I truly hope you got something out of today's episode. If you have a moment and enjoyed this show, I would be so grateful if you left me a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget, 
Get out there today, live on purpose, embrace those beautiful shifts in this life as you run towards your dreams and desires. And until next time, mama, bye.